0: NFL Draft Thimrid, first one of the, Cleo's barking, of the 2022-2023 season. All right, Um, I said I'd do one after the draft, after some moves were made. Um, I will be honest, my rankings today did come out, or were, were created prior to today's trade, as well as today's... $500 500 and fucking $2 <laughs> bid of Trey Sermon. The fact that Gomer also put $213, um, this isn't me just saying this because I have Elijah Mitchell. I think you both are fucking nuts. Joe, you should have kept Brevin Jordan. He's going to have more points this year than Trey Sermon. You can write that down, as Van Wilder would say. Um, but Joe, okay, oh my God, you put Marcus Mariota on the block too. What the fuck is going on? I thought he's a league winner. Anyways, this isn't the shit on all of Joe's ridiculous fucking takes of fantasy football podcasts. This is the Thimrit. Um Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to talk about um, what I think are some of the best rookie picks, worst rookie picks in the draft this year, and then we'll get into the rankings. Um, we're just going to go, I've got this, I'm just going to follow this order uh, from what I have written down here. Best rookie uh, landing spot is how we're going to start this. Uh, I think it's a tie, and I'm gonna go first with Traylon Burks for Brand Saturn Zip. Um, I thought he would have been. I actually thought when the Saints traded up, I thought that's who they were gonna take. Um, obviously they didn't. I think he's goes to a perfect spot in terms of what he can do. I think he's a similar player to AJ Brown. Um, I think obviously had some concerns with his 40 time at the the combine so i think that's part of the reason he sort of fell because i know he was high on a lot of people's boards to start uh you know going into the the nfl playoffs i know a lot of people sort of had him as wide receiver one a one i mean again if you talk to somebody or at least you watch any of this draft shit everyone like had a different order. Like one guy would be Drake London, one guy would be Traylon Burks, one guy would be Chris Olave, one guy would be uh, Wilson, one guy would be who's the fucking fifth receiver that I'm just not. Oh, JMO uh, So um, it, it it was anyone in between. So it, you know, you it just depended on preference and what you thought. So I think Burks probably would have had a more people. I would assume probably kept him number one if his 40 time would have been a little bit better at the combine. But it is what it is. Regardless, I think it's a great landing spot for him. Obviously, I'm not the biggest Ryan Tannehill fan. Uh, You know, I don't think anybody in the NFL thought Malik Willis is that good, obviously, which is so weird, because usually come, like, the NFL draft, these teams all fucking panic, and you get uh, Christian Ponder and E.J. Manuel and, you know, Blake Bortles and all these shit picks because they're just, you know, you got to draft a quarterback because we need a quarterback, and none of these teams really did that this year um, other than a couple, uh, Pittsburgh being one we'll get to that in a minute. Um so I, I you know, Willis is a uh you know, he's got a lot of he's got some game. He's he could be dynamic. I just think he needs a a lot of work, but if it pans out for them, you know, what's a fourth round pick? That's a steal for a few years. Third round pick, whatever he was. Um third round pick. So I mean, maybe he jumps in next year uh after the I, I assume this is probably Tannehill's last year in Tennessee. So you know maybe him and burks can have a little connection eventually but you just got to hope that um, Tannehill can sort of find some form from a couple years ago and then burks can just jump right into that aj brown slot um, so i think burks is a great pick for you guys um i think it's a great landing spot for him obviously and depending on what Tannehill does or you know even in the future what willis is gonna end up doing i think it's a really nice pick and your guys' wide receiver core looks really good now and We'll get to you guys here in a bit once we get to the rankings. But, um, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So I think Burks is a great landing spot. And I actually do uh, – obviously, I'm sure you guys will claim bias. I do think James Cook had a, uh, a good landing spot in Buffalo. Um, he seems to be the type of running back that will fit that offense pretty well in terms of, you know, it, you're going to see a lot of RPOs, I would think, there. I mean, more than you already sort of see in t- as much as you could see in the NFL for RPO sense um, because Josh Allen is so dynamic Um I do think that Cook is a little tiny. Uh, probably needs to add a good 15 pounds of muscle or weight minimum. Uh, obviously muscle, though. Um, but he can catch the ball of the backfield. I think he could be somewhat dynamic when he runs the football. Um, uh, you know, I, I just don't think that Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are going to steal a lot of carries. Um, and I think Buffalo told us that by taking Cook. Um, I think they don't... I think the singletary's end of the season was nice but i i don't think that they think he's that guy um long term obviously could be wrong but um you know that's you, you know. people gave Bleacher report gave uh the seahawks an f in 2012 for their uh their draft and they got uh bruce irving russell wilson and somebody else i don't remember who the third person was in that draft so either way irving and wilson alone gives it an a plus so we don't know shit at the end of the day. this is We're less than a week away after the draft, so uh, it's all fucking guess, best guess at this point. But I do think James Cook got a good landing spot. I'm happy to have had him fall to me under number five. Risky pick. Jeremy's going to fucking bitch and moan, but the risky pick is Kenny Pickett. Um, I know why you did it. Uh, value sense. Quarterbacks are obviously valuable in this league. Um, you, don't, you don't have a ton of quarterback depth. Um, Gomer's only got five quarterbacks. Just ask him, he'll tell you. Um, you did have Davis Mills, who obviously is going to start again this year. Um, you know, great prospect coming out of high school. Uh, didn't do a ton at Stanford. Probably shouldn't have gone to Stanford. Um, but that was his fault. Um, so I, I get the sense of why you pick Pickett. Obviously, I think Lawrence will probably be better this year. He cannot be worse. Um, and then the Kyler thing, obviously, Kyler's pretty dynamic um doesn't really matter to you what he does in the postseason but eventually it's going to matter to the cardinals and if he continues to fucking suck in the postseason it's going to get kingsbury fired and in my opinion kyler's only chance at being successful in the nfl is to have a coach like a cliff kingsbury maybe a lincoln riley obviously that type of coach for that type of offense kyler doesn't i just don't think if you put kyler in you know name a team Green Bay. I don't think he's going to be any good in Green Bay, Chicago, anywhere. I think he's good in this offense. So your hope is that he starts to get a little bit better in the playoffs, so then it gives Kingsbury a little bit more job security, and that's how it goes. I get the pick and move um, in terms of, like I said, the uh, the value. If you can, you know, come the season, you end up needing a wide receiver, uh, another running back, whatever it may be. You know, you can move him off to a guy or to a team that maybe ends up getting a quarterback injury. You know, if, if he's playing well, obviously. I think it's a risky, though, um, because I just, the NFL told us that this class isn't that good. Um, Pittsburgh obviously was sort of desperate. Um, they're going to run Mitch out probably for maybe half the season, and depending on where they're at, and throw Pickett into the fire to, you know, if, again, if they're in the playoff hunt, they're not. But um, he's got fucking tiny hands, man. That shit matters. Um, he's not. You know, everyone thinks that because Joe Burrow was in school forever and transferred and had one great year at LSU. He's all this like that's just the mold now, like that's going to work out all the time in the NFL. And that's just not the way it really works. Um, and that's to me what the the Steelers drafted picket on based on the oh, well, he had such a great last season that he's going to obviously be fucking Joe Burrow. Well, Joe Burrow is also kind of a cocky prick. So he's got that, fucking hate the word, but he's got that swag. So that's why he's Joe Burrow. I don't think Kenny Pickett's that guy. Could be wrong. Obviously, your hope is is that he is that guy, so you can end up trading him down the road because I don't think you drafted him to keep him. I think you took him as a value play. So that's why I think it's a little bit risky because if he does come in and fucking stink, or let's just say Mitch wins the job and you never see Pickett this year, that kills his value. Just ask Jared Serpa about Jordan Love. So that's the risky pick to me. Um, You're going to be even more upset because I think the worst pick in the draft was Kenny Walker. Uh, Not because of Kenny Walker's skill set because I think Kenny Walker's pretty fucking good. I made that pretty clear. I was excited that you were going to let him fall to me because I thought he was good. I was also excited that Spiller was going to fall. We'll get him in a bit. Um, I, I just think you won't admit it um, because you're you, and he's on your team, so he's obviously the best fucking running back in Seattle ever. Um, and and don't, don't get me wrong, they took him for a reason at 41, so they see value in him, and they think he's good. But they took Rashad Penny in the first round a few years back, and he had a good end to his season. Again, I'm not a big Rashad Penny fan, but clearly Seattle is. Carson clearly is not healthy, so that that's going in your favor. But I think you, at two... Rather than, like, you got with Hall at one. Hall goes to the Jets, which sucks because it's the Jets. But at least you know that he is the back. Like, Michael Carter's not going to probably take a ton of carries from him. Ty Johnson will probably get cut. Maybe get kept on just because of depth purposes. Like, Tevin Coleman, they're not going to keep him around anymore. That guy sucks. Even though they just gave him a contract, I can't imagine there's a ton of guaranteed money in there. So, he's going to get cut. I'm sure Michael P. Ryan, he'll get cut. He sucks. Um, You know... No, that's it and I couldn't tell you any other fucking running backs in, on the Jets but so Hall lands in a good spot even though I don't really love the Jets It's at least you know he's going to be the bell cow there at two because that's what you always like to say because if there were anyone else you'd shit on them oh draft a fucking handcuff at two well that's what you did you took Kenny Walker at two and he's a handcuff uh, could he end up being a starter probably absolutely could he lose out the job to Rashard Penny because he doesn't know how to block? Also a possibility. So, um, it. I just I think it's personally the worst pick. You took him too. You had to, which is the worst part. You, you you fucking cornered yourself. You couldn't take Spiller. For some reason, you didn't take Cook. You could have took Cook. I don't. You know, don't let Gomer fool you. Cook's gonna be good. Tim's fucking nodding his head right now, jumping through a table. Um, but. You, you sort of locked yourself into Walker there with a horrible landing spot. Horrible landing spot. The only worst one for you could have been Denver. I know, almost would have been awesome if that had happened. But I digress. So I think Walker was the worst pick personally. Um, I could end up being wrong again just like I could end up being wrong about all these things. Other than Cole being seven last year, it's about the only thing I nailed. Um, the best pick in the draft, just mentioned, Isaiah Spiller. Um, Team Brandstad or Team Zip gets another uh notch on this board um i think that guy is gonna end up being pretty good um sure his 40 time wasn't great uh he's been hurt all off season pretty sure he had a abdomen issue at the combine that takes a while to work through i imagine it's hard to run when your fucking abdomen hurts but you look at it right the reason i think it's the best pick, is because maybe not this year, right? You still have Eckler, or however, uh, what's his face? Mendo used to spell it all the time in the group, or maybe it was Gomer. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. Um, you still have Eckler. He's 26 years old, obviously still very dynamic, very good. Tends to miss a game or two during season, but when he plays, he's fucking awesome. Um, so, you know, Spiller's probably not going to get a ton of touches this year, but after Eckler, what? Josh Kelly okay um, fine you know decent player couldn't get anything better than you know uh, maybe hundred carries last year yeah so I mean hundred I mean, carries oops, close, 33 attempts last year um, you know fine whatever decent player my boy Larry Roundtree <laughs> worse than Joshua Kelly so you're looking at a, a pretty good chance at getting to you know the number two running back in LA or San Diego or whatever that LA uh, this year Um, I I like Isaiah Spiller Um, I was I I tried I don't make any secret of it I tried to trade for pick number three in the draft um, with the goal of drafting cook three and Spiller five so I'm not not a fan of the guy I think he's good uh, so I think that's the best pick of the draft. I'm pretty sure you got him 10. i um, doing this, as Gomer likes to say all the time. I, oh, there it is, yeah. Um, I'm doing this on my desktop, so it's a little bit hard to see stuff sometimes. But, yes, he was taking a pick 10 in the first round. So I think that's a great, great, great pick for you guys. Um, hey, yeah, I think you guys need some running backs. Um, you definitely we will get we'll get to the rest of your team in a minute. Um, but, yeah, I think Spiller's a great pick for you. I, I think he's got a potential long-term to be pretty dynamic there with uh, my boy Justin Herbert, and he's pretty young, too. That gets forgotten. So, that is the best pick to me in the draft at 1.10. Isaiah Spiller. Sleeper. Uh, Again, bias, but I also like Gomer read about a lot of this shit, and watch way too much college football. I think Damon Pierce to Houston. See, that's where you wanted Kenny Walker to go, Jeremy. Uh, I think Damon Pierce to Houston uh, is a really good spot. Marlon Mack, not great. Rex Burkhead, not great. Uh, Royce Freeman, I forgot he's there. Old, not great. Uh, there's just not a lot in his way. And Florida, being Florida, not knowing how to do anything, didn't use him really all that well. Um, I think this team's going to be the, the shitty part, I think, for Pierce is that I think this team sucks still. So they're probably not going to be able to run the ball a ton because they're going to be so far back in most games that they're going to have to throw a ton, which is good for Jeremy and Davis Mills. Um, and Brevin Jordan who just got dropped uh, to spend $502 on Trey Sermon but um, I do think that Pierce has a pretty good chance to, to really get a, get some playing time in, in Houston um, he grades out really well if you look at Pro Football Focus's shit from college and he didn't get a ton of carries in college so his legs are pretty fresh um, and I think he's got some real sleeper potential and I'm pretty happy to get him at 2.5, 205, or 206, whatever one I got him at. So pretty happy with uh, his landing spot and his sleeper potential and just a good little stash maybe. Or he could end up being fucking Kylan Hill, and I'll cut him next offseason. Who knows? Um, But I think he's got some sleeper potential there. Um, And I do think if Kenny Walker had gone there, you'd have crushed the draft, Jeremy, at 1-2. Kenny Walker would no longer be the worst pick of the draft. But unfortunately, he went to Seattle. So uh, I think uh, Pierce is probably the sleeper of the draft. And then finally, the last thing that I could think of that I thought would be interesting for draft purposes is the boomer bus player. And that player is Drake London. I obviously am a big Drake London fan. Um, That dude's fucking awesome when he gets the football in his hands and he catches everything that's thrown to him in college. The NFL is a little different. Uh, he won't be playing Pac-12 ma- cornerbacks, excuse me, anymore. Um, so that is the concern, and that's where the boom and bust comes from. The dude caught every contested pass in college, and I mean everything. Um, one-handers, just and then fucking jumps over people because he was a basketball player at USC as well. So he's super athletic. Not the fastest guy in the world, but if you go watch from the COVID year against UCLA... Um, he caught a ball at like the 35 or 40 and there's like six UCLA defenders around him and he scores a touchdown it's insane so the dude's just a freak of fucking nature so there is absolute boom potential hence the boomer bust. the bust potential though becomes and could it have been doofus fucking Graham Harrell's offense and shit dick Clay Helton maybe but he was never wide open like at USC they never got him the ball just on a whatever route he would run, there was always someone draped on him. So it's okay. Can you not create the separation? Or were you just in the worst fucking offense with the worst head coach ever? Like, Is that what it was? Because I don't know. If that's the case, then the boom is coming. Um, if the case was that the, he just doesn't know how to get separation and all he can do is make contested catches, I just don't think that's going to last in the NFL. That's a Cornerbacks in the NFL are so much better than the Pac-12. Cornerbacks because they, the Pac-12 it stinks. Um, so that that'll be the the big one for for you, Gomer, in the Boomer Bust senses. If he if he's if he can get separation, he's gonna be really damn good. Like I don't even know who you compare him to. He's 6'5", 210. He's not the fastest guy in the world. He probably runs like a four five five or four six. I would guess, um, but he never ran it, so it's impossible to say. But I mean, he's strong. He's Athletic, he can catch everything, and if he's able to get separation, he's an absolute wide receiver one. And Joe will have a steal with Marcus Mariota if he doesn't just suck, because then he's got Mariota. Oh, oh God, I forgot God, Joe, Jesus. Um, but Mariota will have you know Patterson. He'll have Drake. He'll have Pitts. He'll have some pretty good offensive weapons. And I think with Pitts being so dynamic as a tight end, it'll steal. Some Of the, uh, the middle of the field will obviously have to focus on pits a little more, or maybe they will have to focus on London, depending on the schemes that uh no neck, no chin Arthur Smith comes up with. So, um, I think there's a, a ton of boom potential, obviously, for, for Drake, um, but there's also some bust potential for Drake and taking him at 103 when I really did think you were going to take James Cook there, um, is I, I, I think pretty risky. Um, but if it pans out, I mean, you're going to have a pretty damn good starting line I mean, you already have a starting lineup but you'll have i mean you'll have a you'll have pieces to move around if you need especially next year when you're going to need quarterbacks because all yours turned to dust from Thanos' snap so i think that's the boomer bus pick and those are the 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 recap of the the draft portion of the Thimrod. so rankings as always, we're going to start with team number 10. I'm sure you guys can guess. He did say he's team number one. And guess what, Joe? The only two teams get a one in front of their name this year. And you're going to be one of them all year long. But your one is going to be followed by a zero. You are team 10. Your team, and I told you this yesterday in person, your team is horrible. I see no assets. I I, I take that back. I see a few. Lamar Jackson, asset, trade him. Jalen Hurts, trade him now. Dalvin Cook, trade him now. Scrolling your team. You have no fucking draft picks left. It's unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. I hope you're not gonna quit. You say you're not gonna, because this team is gonna, we're gonna have to give this team away for free for three years, probably. Um you got TJ Watt and De- uh um Devin White, they're good. Tyler Bass, okay. Yeah, you got some good IDP and kickers. I mean. What did you trade for Hollywood? I just—I mean, you traded Keenan fucking Allen. I don't get it, Joe. I just don't. Like, I—it I, it puts me at a loss for words sometimes. Like, I'm sitting here, like, how, how the, why in the fuck? How did you? I just don't get it, Joe. I don't. I'm looking at, like, how do you trade Keenan Allen? Let's just start there. How do you trade Keenan Allen, Donovan Peoples-Jones, who we'll come back to in a second, and a third-round pick? How did you tie the third-round pick onto this? For one, you've already lost the trade. You lost it with Keenan Allen. You got Marlon Mack and Hollywood Brown. Oh, because Hollywood Brown's in Arizona now, and he's just going to light the fucking world on fire because him and Kyler went to school together? Fuck that. How on earth did you tie on? A th- Again, it's only a third round pick. Not much there. Some most of the time, you know, if you're if you pay enough attention, you might be able to find a good player in the third round. There's always going to be. I I would bet on in this league for however long we're able to keep it going. Every year, someone's going to draft someone in the third round that's going to be a impact player on their team. I'm pretty sure. Um, I I feel confident in saying that for. The rest of the time, I would say, in this league, I think we can always find a player in the third round that's going to end up being a guy that is going to be a asset to most of our teams. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable saying that. Again, not saying that that's going to end up being the case in terms of whatever Jared drafts with that, or whoever Jared drafted with that third round pick, but how on earth did you add the fucking pick? I just don't get it. Anyways, whatever. I'm not going to bash on your team. Totally. I just don't see a ton of, uh, of value or I, I, I mean, Gordon, Melvin Gordon goes back to Denver. He's not, I mean, at best, at best he gets 50%, 50% of the carries. Um, or yeah, I mean with, with, uh, Javante, I, I, I don't, yeah, I mean he didn't eclipse he one game. He had 60% snap count last year. Um, I don't think that's gonna turn into more at 29 years old, when you've got a guy like Javante Mike Williams. I like. I I, I think that was you know, I, I, th- I think you made a good trade there yesterday. Actually, I will absolutely give you that. I think Allen Robinson's a fine player. Uh, probably a little bit better than uh Mike Williams at this point in time. Uh, Gus get uh, Gus Edwards and the two fourth round picks again. Probably nothing's um and you get malik willis you get a little bit of a flyer in willis who again not going to play this year probably but next year could end up being someone that you know if he can start getting better it's going to be a good trade for you Uh, kadarius tony like yeah oh great he showed up finally (sighs) who cares daniel jones sucks like (laughs) i whatever Uh, good air is not that good either so i guess that's fine but i just i don't see tony's he's not gonna do anything for you bateman at least that that's a that's a good one for you that worked out well the fact that they traded hollywood and and bateman moves up i think bateman if he can stay healthy he's a good player can lamar get on the ball we'll see i think he made a decent trade there with me you got a couple picks you got bateman terrace marshall whatever for james robinson who's probably not even going to start the season um i think it's a good deal for you but then you turn around and Blow those picks. One of them, I think, is in the Keenan Allen. I still don't fucking get it. Um, you know, Elijah Moore, fine, nice player, but he's in New York. We've seen what happens when you get to New York. It's just not great. And again, similar to the Daniel Jones thing, he's got Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. Um, yeah, I I feel like they're gonna run the ball a lot this year. I I'd assume that's their hope, but we'll see. I I just don't see it, Joe. I could be wrong. Um, for your case, I your sake, I hope I am. Um, Mariota could end up being something. You know, Patterson. Pat- I mean, you trade trade a first and third round pick for Mariota and Patterson, and Patterson is 31 years old and had has had one good season in his entire career of fantasy. He had 280 points last year. Prior to that, his best season prior to that was in 2013 with Minnesota. He had 171.7. Everything else is around 115, 122, 94, 112, 39, 85. You gave a first round pick on the outlier for a 31-year-old guy. So you have not a lot of assets. So I hope what ends up happening for you, Joe, is either you're totally right and you prove me wrong. God bless you if you do. If you're wrong, I really hope that you sell. And you're gonna. it's going to take a while. And it's funny because you can't, right? You can't sell. You can't tank. You can't tank. Because if you do, you're the biggest hypocrite in the world. And you're going to have to. But you can't tank again because you don't even have your picks anymore. And you by the time you start getting your picks again, you voted to put the lottery system in for the first four picks. So you've just taken away all of your chances to really, you know, circle back and fix your team. So uh, you're in a tight spot, my friend. Um I hope I hope you figure it out. Um, like I said, come deadline, you know, if you're out of it, again, free advice here. It's a it is, free advice. If you're out of it, and these guys are having a good year, I really, really suggest trading Jackson, Hertz, and Cook. You can probably get a lot from some somebody at the deadline, uh, a.k.a. Gomer, for Dalvin Cook. I'm sure he'd pay a lot for him if he needed him, come deadline. I'm sure I'd probably pay for him. I'm, there's plenty of people that are going to pay for those guys. Um, you know, I'm a QB injury away from being fucking titty-fucked and maybe I'll want Lamar Jackson or Jalen hurts I don't know um there's other teams because only one team's got five starting qu- quarterbacks and that's Gomer uh he'll he'll tell you just ask um you know maybe Cole is in it this year and you know Zach Wilson sucks maybe he'll want Lamar and he'll give you some assets so there there are assets out there to be had and you still fortunately have a couple players that can get you back into the swing of things I don't see it for you this year I don't see it for you next year but Depending on what comes deadline time, you might be able to get some, uh, recoup some uh, talent back on that team because you don't have a ton. Team number nine, Robbie. Um, You got Matt Stafford. You got Mac Jones. It's decent. Uh, Stafford's a little bit old at 34, but you know, maybe he's Tom Brady, but he's taken way more beatings than Tom Brady ever did, so he's probably not going to play for 10 more years. Um, Mac looks like a good player. Um, I think it's nice. I do like Edwards Alaire. I do like uh moles i like cup and then i don't like anything else tyler lockett um he got rat fucked with the uh, russell wilson deal hunter henry whatever tight ends don't matter unless you have a great one gus edwards okay cream hunt yeah decent player um definitely when he plays he's solid but he didn't play a lot last year um robert woods coming off an acl tear uh i think he'll be fine once the season starts, I would imagine. Nice nice receiver, gonna get you two hundred and twenty to thirty points over the season. Uh it's nice that they got Traylon Burks there. Obviously a great running game with Derrick Henry. Um, so I think he'll be a decent player for you, but again, he's an older guy. Um, and then you go look at your bench, you got Wentz, Locke, okay. Uh I like Ramondre Stevenson, but you you know, you reach Rob, you reach at Kyron Williams at like 208 or whatever it was. I don't remember who was still on the board, but I know there was a lot better than that. Um, but he's a Ram, so we get it. I mean, God, Rob, you look at all the Rams you have. Uh, you did you reach, though, but you got a steal, in my opinion, in David Bell. I think you're going to end up starting him by like week three. Uh, again, a lot will depend on what happens with Deshaun. Um, but David Bell, I think, is a nice player for you. Um, but you are a lot like Joe in terms of you you have more assets in my opinion than Joe in terms of players and obviously picks but your picks aren't great you don't have a, a, a pick higher than a fourth round pick until 2025 so again I know some guys don't care for the draft they don't like the draft but it does matter you can like I you know they're just don't trade you as first round picks for nothing all the time they are valuable like I said I was trying to move back up to 103 in the draft, and I offered Gomer a great deal that he should have taken. Thank God you didn't, Matt. Appreciate it. So, Rob, you're team number nine. Uh, you have a path. You need moles. You need CEH to really get back to form, and I think you could end up uh, jumping some ranks pretty quickly. But for the moment, I have you at nine. Uh, team number eight, I'm disappointed to say, is Cole court? Really enjoyed having you at seven all last season. Uh, um, just fucking nailed that last year. But right now I got yet at eight um, for a few reasons. Derek Carr will probably have a better year um, with McDaniels, I'd imagine. I don't think McDaniels takes that job if he doesn't like Carr. Um, although I thought the same thing when he took the Gen- Denver job with Jay Cutler and then subsequently tried to trade him for nothing. And then he did trade him for nothing uh, in the form of Kyle Orton. I think Zach Wilson stinks. Nick Chubb is a good player, like him a lot. I think uh, he'll help you this year again, assuming he stays healthy. He's really good. Um, told you all last year. I thought Josh Jacobs was a touchdown dependent running back, and Josh McDaniels agrees with me because they didn't pick up his fifth year option. So that tells you what they think of him. They drafted Zamir White, who, whatever, not a great player, but or I take that back. Five star recruit, two uh two ACLs injuries um you know has potential to be really good and see what he does maybe not in a committee at Georgia because Georgia is just a powerhouse of recruiting right now so it's hard to to carve out time at a place like that um you know I I would have yeah I told you last year trade him I still think that Hopkins thing is weird um I from last I saw uh, he said that he didn't think he took anything, but I don't think he's going to appeal, so that seems like he did know he took something. That sucks, dude. That's, that that hurts you a lot. That's six weeks of not having DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so you're going to have to run out what? Deontay Johnson. You don't have Calvin Ridley because he's not going to play all year. Um, so you, you're going to run out what? Deontay Johnson, Adam Thielen at your wide receiver positions, and maybe Brandon Cooks um, because I do think they're going to have to throw the ball a lot there. So then, okay, so you got, let's just say, Johnson, Thielen, and Cook. So two wide receivers and then one in the flex. So now you're starting Chase Edmonds in Miami. Okay, good. He's he's starting there. Then what? McKissick? Madison? I don't know. You can't tank either. Don't tank, Cole. Because you were part of the same fucking group chirping. Don't fucking tank. Don't be a hypocrite. The one thing I can say out of all the people that fucking bitched and moaned last year about the tanking, I know one won't, and that's Zip. Zip is the only one I know for sure won't. Joe can't because he just can't because he doesn't have any fucking picks. But Cole's got his pick, and he's got three others. He's got 101 in Joe already, maybe. You going to tank to 102, Cole? You going to do it? You going to do it? You can't do it. You can't do it, Cole. You can't. it would be wrong. it would be wrong. So you're team eight. I hate to say it, I would love to have you still be team seven, but you are team eight. All right, I'm gonna be honest. I do think that this next like five or six teams was really difficult, um, and there will be some some methods to the madness here. Um, but I think all these teams start getting pretty jumbled, and I, you know, we're we're in May fifth, Revenge of the fifth. You know, a lot can fucking happen between now and, and kickoff. Uh, week one so team number seven for right now is brand saturn zip i think you guys have really good skill players mixon's nice i think ronald jones ends up going to a nice spot depending on what happens with him and ceh devontae adams obviously goes to uh vegas you know reunites with Derek carr josh McDonald's obviously a good offensive mind kind of a doofus but whatever i said i think you have the best uh rookie landing spot in traylon burks because uh, he just walks right into AJ Brown's spot. Um, I think TJ Hawkinson, you know me in tight ends. I'm not a big fan of them, but I think you guys I mean you guys got Hawkinson and, and two first rounders and a second from me, uh, basically for Pitts and Evans. and you know you turned that into what? Burks and maybe was it Spiller? Or was it Alave? Either way, you turned it into some some good talent. So I think your skills are really good. You got Devontae Smith, you got AJ Dillon, you got Amon Ra. Um, You look on your bench. You know you've got Isaiah Spiller, who I've already talked about a bunch today. Um, you know you got Beckham sitting on the bench. You've got Pickens. I mean, you know the one thing I think we can all agree on because we don't agree on much in this league. But I think we all would probably agree Pittsburgh has a really good record of drafting receivers and having them turn out from. Um, Plaxico, Mike Williams, I mean, um, uh, Antonio Brown, Juju, D- uh, Deontay Johnson, like Pittsburgh, if they take a wide receiver in like the first three rounds, that means they probably see something. George Pickens is a really good player, had some injury issues, has had some off-field issues, but when he's playing football, that dude's fucking good, man. He, you know, if Pickett, if Pickett turns out to be better than I think he's going to be, the the risky pick of our draft, if Pickett tur- turns out to be pretty good... Or even if Trubisky ends up having a good season and all of a sudden looks like you know a a a competent quarterback that can distribute the ball and not turn it over and win games, Pickens is going to be fucking good, man. So I think that was an awesome pick. Um, he was almost the best pick, but I think Cooks is better. But or uh, Burks and Cook were a little bit better. But either way, I think you got an awesome pick with Pickens. So you guys have a ton of skill depth. Um. And you have your first round pick next year. You got a couple seconds next year. You got a first two first round picks in twenty twenty four. So you guys have done a really good job, in my opinion, of building this team back up because you didn't inherit something really good. Nothing is going to be worse than whoever inherits Joe's team one day. But you guys didn't have a ton. Next year's quarterback class is pretty good. You've got you know you're probably going to be in a range to draft a quarterback. I mean, you will be. I I just I don't think the first five picks next year are going to be quarterbacks because I just don't but it could be you never know regardless you have Matt Corral by the way who I do like um he was my favorite quarterback in the draft personally um I think he has all the intangibles but needs to stay healthy and also I think they said has some alcohol abuse issues regardless if he can clean it up he's good Chubba Chubba could be good big fat Chubba even though he ain't fat um I think he could be good. So I think you guys have a ton of skills. It's just your quarterbacks. That's that's the question mark, right? Daniel Jones, we know, is not good. The Giants know he's not good. He knows he's not good. He's going to play this year, obviously, because Tyrod Taylor and Davis Webb aren't going to take the job for him. But I imagine the Giants will probably be bad again next year. They're going to be picking in the top 10, and they're going to get somebody. They're going to get Bryce Young. They're going to get i don't know who knows i mean this time last year sam howell was qb1 and look at what happened to him so who knows who's going to be qb1 next year but you're going to get somebody the giant they you being the giants are going to get cj stroud Bryce Young. whoever doesn't matter doesn't fucking matter so they're going to get somebody i like justin fields a lot um you have a competent what seems to be more competent organization with the bears now so we'll see what happens there um They added a couple guys like Vellis Jones uh, out of Tennessee, formerly USC guys got a ton of speed. So maybe they just run streaks all day. Like we used to do in Madden. Um, but you know, Byron Pringle, um, Darnell Mooney had a great year last year. Um, could end up being a, a a decent target or guy for fields to throw the ball to, but fields has got to get better himself. Um, and if he does, though, I think you guys are getting you're going to be really, really close. I think you're as of this moment, two quarterbacks away, um, but I'd call it more like a one and a half, because I think fields can pan out and be pretty fucking good. So, I have you guys team seven um, with a chance to really make a big jump. And that big jump also includes whether Daniel Jones himself makes the jump. So, uh, I got you guys seven. Team number six, Jared Serpa. You have team killer Pat Mahomes. You got a great landing spot i think for russell wilson even though i don't think he's the same russell wilson from a few years ago i do think he is a guy who is just in a really good spot for you um because the broncos do have a lot of skill position players they got williams at running back and even melvin gordon who will help you know in terms of real football wise that's good for you that'll help you know open up the passing game you got judy who i really do like if he could ever stay fucking healthy he doesn't have drew lock anymore but this is a big prove it year for him Cortland Sutton, really good player, just catches everything. And same thing with Tim Patrick. Um, so, and even with Albert O at tight end, you know, again, he's just he's got plenty of guys to distribute the ball to. The offensive line isn't horrible, so they should keep him upright. I just don't think he's the same guy from the, you know, 20, 20, 19, and 18 and 17 seasons. But, you know, he still ended up doing all right last year. I think he can end up sneaking back into the top ten in quarterbacks this season. So I think it's a really good, uh, was really good for you in terms of where his uh, landing spot ended up being. So I think you have a good one-two punch at quarterback. I think you have a great one-two punch at your running backs in Najee and DeAndre Swift. Um, You know, Swift just, he scores a lot of points for being on a pretty bad fucking team. And, you know, Najee obviously was really, really good. Um, I can't imagine that that's going to change much this year. Uh, Tyreek Hill obviously is fucking good. We all know that. Um, but man, could not have gone to a worse situation in my opinion. I mean, Tua. At least you got that stack, Hunter Renfro. God, Robbie, that one too. What were you thinking? Jeez. Um, yeah, I, I, Hill's good, no doubt about it. Uh, it. I, I'd love to see what what he'll do with Tua. Um, is Tua going to be able to get him the ball like Mahomes did? I, you know, no. We all know that he'll get him the ball, but there's no way he'll be able to get him get it to him as much as Mahomes did. Um, you know Chase Edmonds will help open it up a little. Waddle obviously was really good last year, and Gesicki's good. So, you know they have some talent to help keep it off Tyreek. But at the end of the day, it's still Tua throwing in the ball, and that's terrifying. Next year, you know if if Miami's bad, and, you know they're in that same market as the Giants in a sense. You know this is Tua's last chance, in my opinion. So we'll see what happens there. Keenan Allen, nice piece, nice player. Uh he fucking raped Joe. Good for you. Um happens a lot. Um obviously, you know, he's got Herbert, he's got Eckler. We talked about Spiller probably getting some carries here. Mike Williams. So Keenan's not gonna have, it's it's not gonna be he's he's gonna get his. He'll probably finish right around 10 or 15 like he always does. So I think he's a nice player. From there, um, I would say it it falls off a little. Dawson Knox, fine, nice player, tight end. Your flexes really fall off a lot for me. DJ Moore is just a guy who I think is a solid player. He's just in a horrible situation. Um, But I mean, I don't think he'd be a world beater even if he was in Kansas City. Even let's say, I think he'd probably be a little bit better, but not. Oh my God, DJ Moore, Tyree Kill. Now, I just he's gonna always get his fifteen to twenty points a game and be around wide receiver twenty or so which fine as a flex is fine. But then I think you really fall off. I think Brees Hall is going to kill Michael Carter's value. Um, And I mean, your third starting flex right now as you have it is, is Dalton Schultz. As we all know, my opinion on tight ends, it'd be tough to start two unless you're starting, you know, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey kind of thing. Um, Jared Goff is fine. I I think you got a, uh, a nice deal there with Rob by just uh, swapping him for Wentz. I think he's better. Um, but the, what do what do you have after that? I don't know, and that's like I said, the flex is sort of what scares me on your team. I think your your quarterbacks will be able to carry you, and your top your your top six are gonna be able to carry you. Two quarterbacks, your two running backs, and your two wide receivers, I think are gonna carry you a long way. Um, I just think the flexes are gonna end up mattering come the home stretch. I think Rondell Moore's value got killed with the even though I'm not a big fan of Marquise Brown, I think that's that killed his value personally. Although it might go back up now because the Hopkins suspension, at least for the first six weeks, um, you know, I know you you like Tolbert out of uh, South Alabama and he's in Dallas now. He's got a chance to maybe play, um, you know, you figured CD and Gallup. He's got to beat out James Washington, I'd imagine, for that third receiver spot. Um, you know, you got Wandale Robinson, who, again, a nice player to me, a, a very similar player to Kadarius Toney. So, you know, I don't know what that means for Tony long run. But again, the problem becomes uh, he's got Daniel Jones throwing the ball to him. Um, Then, you know, you got Dobbs uh, in Green Bay now. I mean, we all know Rodgers thing with rookie receivers. Probably not going to get the ball a ton, but we'll see. You never know. So regardless, I think your, um, your, your flex positions are a little to be desired. You do have two first round picks. Uh, in 2024 obviously it's two years away um that you could probably move so you do you have some assets sitting in the draft pick pool to maybe find yourself a couple a couple more flexes maybe two ends up being good and you just send them to gomer because we all know how gomer has the affinity for tua so i have you as team six right now um just because of those uh those back-end skills adding the extra or, uh, skills the flex adding that extra flex position this year i think is going to leave you with uh, some some headaches as the season goes on, but we'll see. Uh, team number five. Jeremy, congratulations. Even though I think you made a risky pick and the worst pick, I still think you're team five. I think you've done a good job this offseason. The tank, I think, worked for you. Um, we've talked about Kyler. Uh, I think he's really good in Kingsbury system, so you better hope Kingsbury stays for a while. Lawrence cannot be worse than he was last year. Um, I don't hate Doug Peterson. I actually think he's an alright coach. He's proven he can do pretty well with not great quarterbacks and you know uh, he had carson wentz playing at an mvp level the year they won the super bowl and he tore his acl and then they still win the super bowl with big dick nick so um i i think lawrence can only go up he still has all the talent in the world he's still a great player um in terms of his skill sets so i i think you know he's finally seen a little adversity and we'll see how he responds to it that'll be your big question but i do think Lawrence is a good player, and I think you got a nice spot there. And if he sucks, you got Davis Mills, who I think is going to throw the shit out of the football this year, so that's going to be good for you. Um, Really like Javante Williams. think he's pretty damn good. Uh, Obviously, when he gets the ball in his hands, Denver started to figure it out. Your boy Vic Fangio started to figure it out uh, after the bye week, and you really saw what what he could do. Um, Did sort of, you know, after the bye, he came out like a fucking bullet, but he sort of tapered off. Uh, Last like four weeks of the year. Um, I don't know if they started just a NBA style load management, him figuring that they weren't going to make the playoffs. Who knows? Montgomery, um, whatever. I think he's fine. Nothing special. Um, But he's going to be a top 20 running back probably for you. Uh, But again, the, the only reason I can see him not having the greatest season is because the bears are going to be bad and they're probably gonna be throwing the ball a lot, which doesn't, you know, as good as it is for Davis mills is as bad as it is for Dave Montgomery. So we'll see. Love CD lamb. Obviously we all know, but I do think, uh, we over inflated his value. Um, you know, earlier this year, I think I gave you two first round picks, which was dumb. Gomer ended up giving me two first rounders and Bateman and a third, which was dumb. And then you subsequently gave up two firsts in Claypool for Lamb, which was really, really dumb. So in the end, I I think that's a loss for you in the long run. But you got a guy who's a good player, obviously. I just think you could have probably just never traded him in the first place and probably would have been fine. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Maybe you wanted the picks this year rather than the future, which is probably the case. So I think Lamb's a nice player. I think Waddle's good. Again, Waddle's biggest problem is the same thing with Tyreek. He's got two throwing in the ball. Kittle's good, right? Kittle's a good tight end. Um, And he still produced last year with Jimmy G. Who's going to be the quarterback next year there, though, right? So that's going to be a question coming up here in a few minutes with some of the teams above you. Um, I think that's going to matter. McLaurin, fine. Top 30 guy. But top 30 wide receivers are pretty easy to find. Pittman um, could not have had a better offseason by getting Matt Ryan. Uh, The fact that he was, what, wide receiver 17 for us last year? 16, somewhere in there. Uh, with Wentz throwing him the ball, I think he has only room to improve. You got Brees. Uh, great landing spot in terms of workload. Uh, bad landing spot because it's the Jets. Um, we haven't seen a Jets player be very good in fantasy for a while, but maybe he's the guy that sort of flips that script. So I think you got a nice player, a nice flex player there. Uh, you got Davis Mills. Really like him. Uh, I mean, you know, to the, as much as you can like a guy like Davis Mills, who's probably really not going to be the quarterback there long term, but for a guy this year I think he's a good little spot starter kind of guy Kenny Pickett I've talked about him not a big fan Richard Penny uh talked about him and with Kenny Walker I think you've handcuffed yourself but you had to you had no choice um you got Godwin still sitting on the bench you, so your flexes look good I mean you got Nico Collins you got Jameson Williams who I, I like him a lot I think it's a horrible landing spot this year because I don't think Jared Goff's ever gonna be able to get him the ball in the way that he needs to get the ball to to go off like he did at Alabama Um, but again, I would imagine Jared Goff's probably not for long there. Um, but yeah, you moved all your picks in the future, uh, to, to build your team. And I think you built a pretty good team. I think you have room to improve, obviously, uh, in terms of your Thimrid ranking based on your quarterback play. I think if Lawrence plays well, um, I think you're going to move up. And I think if Montgomery, if the bears aren't God awful and like getting their shit pushed in constantly, I think you could end up, uh, seeing Montgomery being a pretty good player, um, in terms of fantasy wise, like he's been. I mean, he's always hovers hovers around. He had that one great year that COVID year. He was really good. Um, other than that, I mean, again, I would assume he's a he's a top twenty kind of guy. Um, and I think that's fine for what you have, what you got right now. So, your team number five. You got room to move up. Um, but yeah, it just it, it's all going to really depend on, on. I really think it's gonna your, your entire season is going to depend on Trevor Lawrence and Dave Dave Montgomery, in my opinion. So, you're team number five. Okay. Team number four. The first shock, in my opinion, as I was going through the rankings. And, and, again, this is just me. But the first shock ranking at team number four is Tim. You got Josh Allen. He's fucking awesome. You got Jonathan Taylor. He's also awesome. You still have Zeke, who there's no doubt about it. Zeke is, is starting to taper off a little he's 26 years old and high usage for a lot of years uh at Ohio State and then even in the NFL. I mean, you look at his first few years in the NFL, 320 carries, 322 carries, 242 low year. I think he only play, he got hurt that year, yeah. So that's why. Uh 304 carries, the 2018, 301 in 2019 and then 244 and 237 the last two. Um guy's good when he's when he's good and he's bad when he's bad. Um obviously you're going to continue to start him but you're going to have to start looking to replace him sooner rather than later. Uh, I really like Justin Jefferson. I love Stephon Diggs. I love Travis Kelsey. Uh, Debo for now, while still in San Francisco, is a good spot. Um, not a big A.J. Brown fan in Philly because of Hurts, but you'd have to imagine either one of two things will happen. Hurts will pick his game up, or he will uh, be gone after next year, and they'll have another quarterback in there. So one or the other. Or my boy Carson Strong. What up? undrafted. Um, and then it starts to get a little iffy. Um, James Connor is definitely the lead back there. Uh, You know, he had an outlier year last year. Well, I guess 2018, he had a really good year. Uh, He's hurt a lot and he's 27 years old, but fine. I, I, I see why you're starting him in that flex spot. Um, you know, I, I think you'd probably agree as a Bills fan, Devin Singletary is probably not for long. I would, they're not taking James Cook to not play him. I like Tyler Algier uh, out of BYU, and I think he had a good landing spot in Atlanta. I think he could end up being someone you might be able to play. Rashad White, obviously, another good spot in Tampa, um, depending if he can keep Brady clean. Because if he can, he'll probably get a lot of a lot of play um, with playoff Lenny getting a little bit older. Um, Tyrion on davis price uh, don't know you know he didn't do a ton at lsu so um but you know that's also because lsu was not well coached the last couple of years after their national championship and kyle shanahan's a great coach so you just never know um big garrett wilson fan not a great not a big fan of his landing spot um he was actually probably my one a receiver prior to the draft ahead of drake um his landing spot hurt him. Moved him down to like number two, basically. Um, I like John Mechie a lot. Um, obviously, he's got the torn ACL that he tore late in the season. Whether or not he starts in the regular season, we'll will be uh, we'll see. I mean, I know they always oh expects to play, so I mean, you assume he probably will. Any more nowadays, an ACL tear is like a scratch. Um, you know, you got some picks in the future. You, you know. You're a guy, in my opinion. Your biggest issue, though, right? So I, I like Desmond Ritter a lot too. I think he had a good landing spot if he can. Kind of like your boy Josh Allen, if he can in the as the NFL as his time in the NFL goes on. Maybe he ends up, you know, figuring out what the fuck is this. Oh, um, if he can figure out the accuracy, like he's gonna be the starter in Atlanta, and I think they got good value there. Here's the problem: who is your QB two? Are you going to start Kirk Cousins? I know you don't want to. I know you're hoping it's Trey Lance. But something funny's going on in San Francisco, right? And we're going to get to more something funny stuff here in a minute. But something funny's going on there. Obviously, they liked him a lot. I imagine they're going to probably give him every chance in the world to be the starter. I'm pretty sure Jimmy G is probably still banged up. Um... Uh, Shanahan said it Garoppolo said it they've all said it they said other than Lynch they said they were getting rid of Jimmy basically he wasn't going to be a 49er this year but here we are so I, I, what are the Niners waiting for are they waiting on a, a camp injury are they waiting on uh you know who's got a shitty quarterback right now I I, I the Gi are they waiting on the Giants to finally be like yeah Daniel Jones sucks like come please save us you know what I, I will we'll give you a first round pick for Jimmy G I don't know so who's going to start? I assume it's Trey Lance, and I know you do as well. But clearly they are they were high on him. They were high on what he could become. But he's clearly not progressing at the rate that they'd like him to. Uh, so that's your issue, and that's why I have you at four. I like your your starting lineup in terms of your skill players. I don't like your QB2. I think your QB1 is awesome. If your QB2 ends up being Lance and he ends up being the starter, then you're probably going to move right back up pretty quickly. However, I still sit there and look. I, your running back depth is an issue. Um, you got Hines. You got Tony Pollard who, okay, fine. If you play Pollard, that means you're not playing Zeke. And uh, you, Singletary, like I said, I think you probably agree. As a Bills fan, you know this better than I do. I don't think he's for long. I'd imagine he'll probably be the starter to start the year, and Cook will slowly eat into his time. I like Algier, I like Rashad White. I do think that they have some chance to, to carve out some time for themselves as well. And then you put them in that third flex. But here's the deal. And we all know this because it happens every single year, at least for the most part, every once in a while. Some of these, you know, the high-end guys, the Najis, the DeAndre Swifts, Zeke early in his career, they're going to go off right away. These other guys, the Algiers, the, uh, the Rashad Whites, the James Cooks, the Kenny Walkers, like those guys aren't going to carve out a role right away, more likely than not. But they will eventually. But in the sense of what you're looking for, you assuming Connor doesn't assuming Connor gets hurt, because that's just James Connor's MO, you're going to have to start one of these guys probably, you know, or even a Garrett Wilson or a John Mechie. Again, all rookies. So rookies take a little while to get acclimated, I'd say, to the NFLs. And that's where it's going to hurt you, I think, a little bit in terms of the long-term uh the long-term standing and and what you're hoping to get done um but if lance starts and is the starter in san francisco you're going to move up just because of that but right now i've got you i got you four i like your team i like your starting lineup i just think you've got a little rb depth issue and i i definitely think you have a qb2 issue at this moment in time so that's your team four team three me I have the two best I think I have the best quarterback tandem personally. Um the only one I would be argue that might be better is Serpas. Um Well, yeah, I mean, it, it'll just depend on what Denver does with with Wilson. Um and if Nathaniel Hackett is anything like his dad Paul, the Broncos are going to fucking suck. Um but we'll see. I don't think he is hopefully. That he's not. Um I like my one-two punch at running back with Dobbins and Akers. Um, obviously, Jamar Chase is awesome. Uh, I've got Dynasty wide receiver number two now and Justin Ross. Kidding, obviously, but I do think there's a chance for him to be good if his neck doesn't break or his spinal cord or whatever his weird issue that he had was. Um, you know, you look at a guy like him back in 2018, 2019, whatever year that was that they won the title against Bama and they blew him out. Uh, if he'd have sat out the next two years, he'd have been a first-round pick this year. Um, instead, he gets this weird neck thing that he was born with and then he breaks his foot or something last year whatever it was um so he i mean he goes undrafted it's just, i i cannot believe he went undrafted and then i also can't believe it took as long he was probably weighing his options it would be my guess um, but as long as it took him to get signed was crazy he could not have landed in a better spot in my opinion um you go to patrick mahomes right after they trade um Tyreek again t- different type of players but I just think it's a great spot for Justin Ross whether or not he ends up being anything who knows I don't need to necessarily start him but god it'd be awesome if I did Ooh, what's popping off something oh Jeremy Ballard put Brian Robinson on the trade block good for you Jeremy no one fucking cares um Anyways, uh, obviously, we all know my stance on tight ends, um, but then, of course, I traded a fucking fortune for Kyle Pitts and Mike Evans in my defense. I did get Mike Evans as well, um, who I think I traded for DK, who then I think I traded for, I don't even remember what I did with it fucking trade too much. It's a sickness. Um, But I do like Kyle Pitts. I mean, he is built differently. Um, The dude's just sort of a mutant. When it comes to tight ends, I would love to see a little more production out of him. Even though he was tight end number six last year, he only scored like 190 points. But I guess in terms of tight ends, that's pretty good. Um, I think I have good players in ETN. I, I mean, I know what Mitchell's good. I don't give. You can spend your 502 dollars, Joe. I know Elijah Mitchell's good, and I don't know what this whole weird thing is against Kyle Shanahan and running backs, um, because the the Shanahans have had such a horrible luck in their careers with running backs joke and send the not gif at this portion of the uh the thin etn obviously i mean he was drafted by urban in the first round which was fucking stupid but um i know last year that the bills were interested in him um so i think that's why urban took him just because he didn't want him he knew he wasn't going to get another chance at him uh obviously was awesome in college he's got a clear path right now to start um you know I, i I think he's in a good spot. Obviously, I think Lawrence is going to be better this year, like I said. They got a better coach, in my opinion, and um, what's his face? Uh, Doug Peterson. Uh, The only thing that sort of scares me is I still think they're going to be losing a lot of games, so he might not get a ton of carries. Obviously, he can catch the football. He's got amazing speed once he gets the ball in his hands. Uh, Typical fucking Jaguars. I mean, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, like, fucking awful. But whatever. They're probably not going to be great this year, but I do think Travis Etienne is a good player um i've sat on jerry judy all these all this time because i again i know jerry judy is a good player whether he can stay healthy or not is the question and now that he uh, i mean this is a prove it year for judy this is his last chance um you know here i am killing my own player's value but if you know he's got a quarterback he's got a competent quarterback now he's got a good offensive line they have good running backs they have other good receivers they have a decent enough tight end judy should have a good year judy should score at least at least 250 points in this offense and if he doesn't, that's a major disappointment. And that'll be the end of Jerry Judy, basically, which is crazy because him and Henry Ruggs come out of that class and thought They're going to be amazing. And one's in prison for the rest of his life. And the other is not a great football player so far. Um, I've got the Justin Tucker Jr. and Evan McPherson. My quarterback depth is an issue. No doubt about it. Uh, I got kissing Titties Mitch. Uh, I do think he starts at least six to eight games this year. And then we'll see. Depends on what they're doing as a team and what he's doing as a you know in terms of his numbers. I mean, if he's you know twenty touchdowns and two picks at that time, and they're three and four, they'll probably keep starting him, I'd imagine, because it's not his fault. I'd assume if that's the case. Um, Carson Strong, my boy, what's up? Uh, biggest arm in the draft. Jalen Hurts sucks. He's gonna be starting soon, probably not. Uh, Sam Howell, I do think is a steal for the Redskins or whatever the hell their name is now, because um, Carson Wentz blows. Um, I mean, there's no doubt about it. You can ask any of these draft guys last year who their number one quarterback was on the board at this time last year for this draft. This was just this last draft, and it had been Sam Howell. He had a horrible year, horrible year in North Carolina. Um, to his defense, they lost a lot, a lot of talent at Carolina after his sophomore season, so he had no one to give the ball to last year. It is sort of scary though that a guy like um, Bailey Zappi was drafted before him, but um, you know, that's a typical Belichick kind of fucking thing. Like oh, Bailey Zappi, a really good player. Fuck off. Um, but I, I'm I'm happy to get Hal I got him. It's a flyer. We'll see what happens. Um, there's no doubt though that I need some quarterback help, uh, depth wise at least. My one and two are like I said, I don't think anyone's got better one and two than me. Um, other than maybe Serpa. Um, so we'll see, I think Joe got a good trade with James Robinson, I think I got a good trade with James Robinson I think it worked out for both of us I still got my boy Kenny Gainwell um, even though I like moles, hated to have to trade him but probably was worth it to get Akers Pierce, Strong yeah, New England running back, you never know I've already talked about Damon Pierce and James Cook I do think a guy like Keontae Ingram uh, has a chance to maybe carve out a little bit of role uh, in Arizona he was a surprise transfer out of Texas he had a really good year uh, his first two years there, and then obviously they signed Bijan. I think that's obviously why he left Texas. Um, You know, he had an okay year at SC. Again, when you're running in Clay Hilton and Graham Harrell's offense, you're not going to be the greatest player ever. So I'm basing Keontae's value off those first couple years at Texas before they signed Bijan. Um, I, I like my depth at flex spots. I like Auk. I like Gabe Davis. Jahan Dotson, I think I got a pretty good pretty good value in at 206 um again shitty quarterback situation right now but we'll see Devin Williams whatever I just liked him at Oregon I think he can take the top off he just probably there's obviously something he's not good at because he didn't get signed or didn't get drafted um and I got Robbie's pick which I think is going to be 102 next year as of this moment so um I just need a little quarterback depth but I like all my skill depth and I'm happy with it and we'll see where it goes so I'm team number three team number two Okay, this is where the things sort of get interesting. I I sort of mentioned suspensions earlier in in this. Uh, Team number two is Mendo. Here's why. His one-two punch at Dak and and Deshaun is also very good. But is Deshaun going to play this year? Is he going to play six games, eight games, ten games? How many games is Deshaun going to play? Because the NFL is the NFL. They're going to suspend him. Because, you know, Goodell is Goodell. He's got to make all about him. Fucking fuck. Um, so you, you'll have bakers, um, which, you know, will be good for you. Assuming he's still a Brown come the regular season. I don't know. So many weird things with the bakers and the Garoppolo's like, I, I just don't understand how, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Very weird. So similar to Tim's, right? So like, is okay, is Garoppolo the starter in San Francisco this year? Does Garoppolo get traded? So who's your second QB? If again, Deshaun's getting suspended, it, you know, accept that fate, you know, that's coming. You traded Aaron Jones today. Um, fine. Sky Moore, nice player, fast guy, probably trying. Everyone's going to just assume he'll be Tyreek Hill. Let's be realistic though. Sometimes like just because they draft the guy to be the next guy, like it doesn't always really work out that way. Hardly ever. So I wouldn't bank on that, but your team number two, I'm basing you right now on no suspensions. Because if you don't have suspensions, you're starting Dak Prescott and you're starting Deshaun Watson. You have Derrick Henry, you have Austin Eckler, you have Amari Cooper. Turned out to be a great land. We all thought it was a horrible trade at first. Like, oh my God, they're sending poor Amari. He's going to go die with Baker. And then they traded the last second. Deshaun Watson was supposed to be a Falcon from everything I've seen. And all of a sudden, last second, the Browns are like, we'll give you more money. Deshaun, pick us. And he's like, okay, I like money. Cool. Great. Thanks. So. Great landing spot for Mari Cooper now because of Deshaun, if he's playing. Again, we're assuming that he's not going to get suspended because he hasn't been yet. Um, Cedric Wilson, whatever. Mark Andrews, really good. Here we are again about suspensions. Alvin Kamara. If not suspended, really good team. If suspended, you got issues. Jameson Crowder, Damian Harris, okay, fine. Again, it's Belichick running back. It's always sort of... Kinda of troublesome. Um you sorta of fall off a cliff at like flex two and three. You gotta hope Sky Moore becomes something. Um maybe your boy Corey Davis finds something, you know, maybe Jarvis ends up somewhere good. Probably not. So you've got picks. You got mine next year, you got Gomers, you got Jared's. That's three first round picks next year. You have one, two, three next The uh, in 20. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You only have two in 2024 20, and then another two in 25, the the lotto year. Um, so you have picks to make some moves if you need to. I just think, you know, if you're looking at, uh, let's just assume you lose Watson and Kamara for six weeks. Okay. You're, you're going to be what? Assuming you maybe play Joe and Robbie, you might get two wins. Two and four is hard to come back from. One and five is more difficult. No and, and six is really hard and that's just of an assuming that those guys are only suspended six weeks so that's where i have you that's the reason i got you at two right now because you haven't had those suspensions yet it looks like camara is not going to court until like august and god only knows how long it'll take goodell to suspend Deshaun. so maybe that's why they didn't trade bakers but like the bakers clearly doesn't want to go out and play for the browns but he'd be smart too if Deshaun gets suspended and go and you know Go play six games and go five and one. Throw you know fifteen touchdowns and three picks, five picks, whatever. You know you build your value back up a little bit, and the Giants are sitting there like, oh fuck, like we got doofus Daniel Jones and we're two and four. Maybe we'll give him a second round pick from right now. You know that that's sort of got to be the hope. Um, because I, I yeah, your your second QB spot's gonna be tough. Once in if Deshaun gets suspended. But as of this moment, him and Kamara are not suspended. So your team looks pretty damn good on paper. Like I said, you you sorta of fall off a little bit of a cliff, come flex two and three, but you have picks to move where you could, you know, give Joe a couple first round picks for Dalvin Cook. You know, come the deadline. You're, you know, let's say you survive. Let's say Bakers does stay in Cleveland and he's QB one there until Deshaun gets out of suspension and you are in the hunt because Baker's kept them alive, and then our deadline comes up, and you need a flex. I mean, two first-round picks to Joe, even though we all know Joe's affinity for those. You know, for Dalvin Cook is a, is a good trade for both of you guys, it, again, in this hypothetical that I've just created. So you're team number two, um, but we, similar to Tim, Tim can move up real fast depending on if they name Trey Lance a starter, and you could move down real fast depending on when Kamara and – Watson gets suspended but since that hasn't happened yet you are team number two and team number one Matt Gomes you have a ton of depth pretty much everywhere you have five quarterbacks you've got a ton of running backs um you've got a good amount of you have three starter excuse me five starting running backs in our fantasy situations after that you sort of fall off a cliff in terms of depth on the bench you have a ton of depth at receiver, and you have good starting receivers. You have Mike Evans, who I like. T. Higgins, who was really good at Clemson and showed that he can be good, a good second. I mean, he's a great number two wide receiver on a team behind a guy like Jamar Chase. And then you have Tyler Boyd even mixed in. So, I mean, the, they have so many weapons on offense. They're fucking good. And they signed Hayden Hurst, who I like, I think. So, I mean, he, he, the Higgins is good. Um, Evans, probably his last year being pretty fucking good, but you're trying to win this year, so that makes sense. Um, I mean, you got DK on the bench, you got Cortland Sutton on the bench, you got Claypool on the bench, you got the boomer bust, Drake London on the bench, you know. You have a time, you got Juju on the bench, you got Michael Thomas on the bench. Yeah, your wide receiver room is awesome. You've got picks still. You don't have many next year. I mean, you have seconds and thirds and fourths next year, but in 24, you've got three picks if you need to do something. Um you, you don't have to do anything right now. On paper, your team's pretty fucking good. <coughs> Ugh, excuse me. I don't have a cough. I wonder if I do have a cough dump on GarageBand. Is there a dump button? It's got to be somewhere. I don't know where it is. I'll have to find that later. Next time I'll dump that. But instead, you guys get to listen. Um, yeah, your team on paper is awesome. You're team number one. Um, and that's a curse for my Thimerids. Anytime I rank someone number one or predict them to win, they lose. So it sort of sucks for you. Um, your Achilles heel, it, it, it's really not one this year, but it's long-term as your quarterbacks. We, we make funny all the time. Aaron Rodgers sure he signed up what a four-year deal or whatever it was I mean do we all think that that guy's really gonna that guy's a jackass he's probably not gonna play it out this is probably Brady's last year I mean it sure seems that way um you never know maybe he ends up finally getting traded to Tampa or Miami next year and get some ownership in the team uh since uh what's that guy's name I can't think of the coach that's suing everybody right now Brian Flores Whew. um the one thing I'll say is you have the, the again your quarterbacks long term are risk. Tannehill's this is last year probably. Jameis, you know that looked pretty good in that backyard with the guy smoking the blunt. I do think Matt Ryan's gonna be a guy that you could probably play for a few more years, um. But after that, you know, you're gonna have to you really have to start investing in some younger quarterbacks that are not to a tiger to however you say his last name doesn't matter. Um, but for now your quarterbacks are fine. Your risk really becomes, in my opinion, the only thing I can see risk-wise, and again, you'll be able to fill it, and then you'll have to move your flexes around, but your risk becomes McCaffrey and Barkley. McCaffrey has shown the last few years that he cannot stay healthy. Um, but man, was he good in 17, 18, and 19. Holy shit. 577 points in 2019. That is good. 468 in 2018. That's good. Um, yeah, but you know, the last two years, he's only played 10 games. Yeah, That's uh, not great. So an average of five is not what you're looking for. Um, but again, and then the same thing with Barkley, right? Um, I thought they were going to trade him, to be honest. I really thought they were going to trade him this offseason. They didn't. Uh, same thing with him, as is with uh, McCaffrey. He has not been the same guy that he was in 18 and 19. You know, he only played two games in 20, obviously, tore the ACL. And then last year just didn't ever look to have that explosion that he's had. Um, so we'll we'll, we'll see. Obviously, a high ceiling. If he's healthy and he's right, he's really good. So I see why you got those two guys. Um, assuming they can't play, though, you can move around things. You've got Gibson. You can move in there and Fournette and Aaron Jones. Now you can move those guys in there. You know, you have to if you have to bench Saquon and and uh, McCaffrey. You know, you got. Juju, you've got Cortland Sutton, you got DK Metcalf, you got London, Claypool, those guys you can start. I think Zamir White's going to get some touches, like I talked about when I was talking about Cole's team in in Oakland or Las Vegas. Um, So you've got the depth that you can handle some injuries or some guys just not quite getting back to form. Like I said, your biggest concern long-term, in my opinion, is probably the quarterbacks, which you well know, and you do have picks, and also players to move around if you need to get another quarterback again. I think you and Joe as a trade partner – Joe doesn't love picks, but he does like established players, so maybe in next year or this deadline, you know, maybe you end up wanting Lamar, you could trade him a few established players. Joe would be happy that this way he doesn't have to burn through his fucking picks like he likes to do. So I can see you and Joe being a trade partner, too, down the road, uh, quarterback-wise, maybe. So, that's the Thimrid. Gomer, one. Mendo, two. I'm three. The shock of the Thimrid. Tim, four. Jeremy, five. Serpa, six. Cole, or excuse me, uh, Vince and uh, Tom... Vince Vince and Tom 7, Cole 8, Robbie 9 Joe 10, best rookie landing spots Traylon Burks and James Cook Risky pick, Kenny Pickett Worst pick, Kenneth Walker Best pick, Isaiah Spiller Sleeper is Damon Pierce And the Boomer bust is Drake London All right, boys uh, Don't know when I'm going to do another one of these Because probably not a lot of action I'd imagine For the next few months Most of us probably, other than Gomer Probably sit on our players Because we all think we got steals Especially guys like Jeremy, who think that Kenneth Walker is now Walter Payton. All right, boys. it. hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.